Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and as always, I am very glad that you've chosen again to join me as we're reaching folks in over 100 countries with good information about dementia caregiving. It's always my hope to bring knowledge, power, hope, and smiles into your world. And let's face it, who doesn't need more smiles? Today, I am very honored to have a guest, and this gentleman's name is Jason Patnode, and he is with us today from Massachusetts. Jason, how are you today? Doing great, Carol. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, great. I came across Jason, I think on Facebook, was it Jason? You had posted a poem. Yeah, he had posted a poem called Here But You're Gone. And I was like, I have got to talk to this guy. Um, It is a poem about Alzheimer's. And so we've had a couple conversations back and forth. And he sent me a much longer poem that he wrote called The Nautilus. What inspired that poem for you? So I think for me, writing is very therapeutic. So when I have emotions, and obviously with my mom going through Alzheimer's disease, it just stirred a lot of emotions inside of me. So I I wanted to be more symbolic. And I wanted to tell a story, not just about her, but about all the emotions that come along with Alzheimer's disease. So um, I think once I kind of got a theme of, you know, seashells in my mind, and just kind of some lady walking along the ocean, and just kind of that natural theme, I I thought, hey, this could be a good a good story that really speaks to it, but in, in more of a symbolic way. Right. Uh, and so I just got to writing different scenes of it. And actually, I pulled this together within a few days. My goodness, um, it would take me so, the rest of my life, I'm pretty sure. Because it's so, almost a little short story that rhymes. Yeah, I've, I've dabbled in that a lot for other things, children's books and things. So, oh, wow. Um, so this was certainly... Um, once I once I actually have a, a thought in my head of where I want to go with it and I have the emotions behind it that's what really inspires me so I have to I have to be moved by something and certainly being my mother and and, and watching her go through this it was you know nothing goes stronger to the heart than your own mother and watching what she's oh, going through so amen amen and that's where I come from with my mom I had Alzheimer's too so Jason what is it you do for a living I'm actually a marketing writer so I, I write by trade I've been doing that for 20 plus years Okay. Um, so, so throughout the day, I'm, I'm writing corporate materials, um, but I'm telling strong customer stories, uh, strong, you know, stories about healthcare leaders and how they're overcoming challenges within their own fields. So this, um, on the side, I like to do my own writing, whether it's poetry like this or children's books, just, it, it gives me a different way of, um, using my words and, and telling strong stories. So do you have children's books that are author that our um, listening audience should know about? I have not published any at this point yet. You need to do uh, they're, that. They're really just sitting in my. They're really just sitting in my in my Google Drive folder, just you know, yeah. pining over them constantly, and making sure <laughs> they make improvements and stuff. Yeah, I have written a couple devotionals, and I have a fairly long one that just kind of sits and stares at me. It's just there, <laughs> so I understand. So at the end of this poem, you said, "In loving memory of," say that word for me or that name. Oh my my. It's Polish. It's we just call it Ziadzu. It's really Ziadzu, but um, Not we Z- always call him Ziadzu. Uh huh. But we call we just mean? call we just call him Ziadzu. It means grandfather 
grandfather. Polish. Okay. You said who we lost to this horrible disease and in dedication to my mother who is fighting the same battle today. So you and I are very similar. So it was my grandmother, not my grandfather. So um, my heart is with you. How about reading the Nautilus to my audience, please? Sure, I'd be happy to. All right, so, so just to set the stage here, um, just a few symbolisms you'll see throughout here is, is really, um, I mean, obviously, all is them is disease, the, the color purple. So I, I try to incorporate that element of things. And, and really, you know, a lot of the, um, the challenges that, that I've seen in my own mother uh, as, the, as the disease progresses, trying to, you know, capture different stages. And I know everybody's different. Um, so not everyone goes through these same exact emotions or, or feelings, but I think some of the things she said or said to me over time or, or, the, or not just her, but some, some of the things I've seen my grandfather say, because she's not right. at the, as advanced of a stage as the person in the story, obviously. But I wanted to kind of capture the, the different patients I've seen through time yes. uh, dealing with Alzheimer's and, and just the different emotions that it stirs. Right. So, okay. but I'll um, get started with it. So here we go. All right. So I watched her walk along the shore, her body thin and frail and clenched inside her withered hand, she held the purple pail. She trudged along now ankle deep in search of shiny shells and trembled just to stay afoot amongst the surging swells. And yet she still continued on her gentle face unknowing that as she placed the new shells in, the rest kept overflowing. I went to her to lend a hand and offer some relief but when she turned to look at me, her eyes welled up in grief. What troubles you? I asked her. I sense you are unwell. I'm sorry, dear, was her reply. I think I lost the shell. Fear not, I said, we'll find you more. There's plenty of them here. But these are not just shells, she said. They're memories I hold dear. This spindle that you see right here was from my senior prom. This conch shell is my favorite. It's when I became a mom. This California cone is when I learned to ride a bike. This scallop shell reminds me of that boy I used to like. Those memories you shared, I said, seem like the very best. If I were you, I'd hold them close. But what about the rest? That clamshell there is broken and has barnacles galore. Oh, that, she said, is when I lost my brother in the war. I smiled and said, if I were you, I'd keep the ones you want to and toss aside those shattered ones so they no longer haunt you. That isn't how this works, she said. I do not get to choose. These are the stories of my life, no matter win or lose. Come sit with me and take a rest, I whispered in her ear. She sat beside me on the beach and then began to share. Those precious memories of her life, such stories she would tell her face shone with excitement as she spoke of every shell. White scallops for her wedding day, a cone for her first pet, a strombus for her Venice trip, a murex for Tibet, a triton for each holiday spent with her mom and dad, and cockle for her camping trips with children Jane and Brad. The sun went down, the air got cold, my time to leave grew near. I told her that I hope to see her here again next year. She smiled and said, that would be nice and thank me for my time and told me to appreciate these moments in my prime. These days go by too quick, my dear. You blink and years have passed. 
in all that's left of memories, and even those don't last. She turned away to head back home, still clinging to her pail, but not before she found two more, a nautilus and snail. The seasons changed just like the tide and soon a year had passed. And there I was back at the beach, my happy place at last. I searched for her along the dunes. I raced across the sand to find her waiting aimlessly, the pail in her hand. The water rose above her waist. Her frail hand was shaking. To see her memories washed away, the waves just kept on breaking. And as I watched her search for shells, it wasn't like before. She didn't place them in her pail. She tossed them on the shore. I dashed into the waters and I gently took her arm and guided her along to shore to keep her safe from harm. She looked at me, her eyes lit up, remembering my face and tossed her arms around me in a welcoming embrace. I'm glad that you could come, she said. I hope you like my pool. Will you please help me find my mom? I think I'm late for school. I hope I'll see my brother soon. He's coming home, I'm sure. He's been away a while now, but we finally won the war. I stood a bit perplexed at first, and then I saw her pale. So many shells were missing now, the triton and the snail. The scallop shells had dwindled and the cockle wasn't there, and even broken mussel shells had seemed to disappear. The sand had seeped inside her, the base and many shells were buried. I watched her as she dug around. Her face grew tense and worried. And as she found the broken clam, she looked at me forlorn. That's right, she said, my brother's dead. I held her as she mourned. Just then a couple raced to shore and scurried to her side. Thank God we finally found you, mom, the kindly lady cried. I'm sorry if she bothered you, her rattled husband said. Her mother can't remember. She's got cobwebs in her head. Oh, please, I said. This here's my friend. My dear, is this your child? The frail lady laughed at me. I'm much too young, she smiled. At that, her daughter grabbed her hand and guided her away. And so I found a quiet spot to kneel down and pray. I prayed for all those scattered shells she lost throughout the years. With no one left to cherish all the laughter and the tears. I prayed for all those lonely walks when she could never find those far too distant memories the years had left behind. I prayed each day I walked with her. I prayed each evening too. I prayed for every memory kept and everyone she knew. And as the summer days slipped by and sadly reached their end, I prayed that I could once again return to see my friend. Well, summer days returned once more, and I came back to learn if my dear friend was on the beach awaiting my return. I scanned along the ocean's edge and walked beyond the pier. My heart sunk down into my chest to find she wasn't there. I walked away discouraged. Things just hadn't gone as planned. But then I saw her purple pail just resting on the sand. And there beside that purple pail, a younger couple sat and next to them, I saw my friend just resting on the mat. I quickly scurried up to them and peeked inside the pail. There was no conquer spindles there, no scallop shell or snail. 
no murex clam or strombus and no California cone, but just a single Nautilus was resting all alone. I'm sorry to disturb you there, I whispered to the two. Could I please have a word with her? I'm someone she once knew. That would be nice, the young girl said, but I must warn you first. My grandma won't remember you. This sickness is the worst. I figured that would be the case, I stuttered in reply, but I'm just glad I didn't miss the chance to say goodbye. I knelt beside her on the mat and gently touched her arm. She slowly turned her head toward me. Her stare was blank and calm, but then she gently smiled at me. It caught me by surprise. I knew that she remembered me. I saw it in her eyes. Her family was quite startled too. However could this be? And that's when I discovered that the Nautilus was me. The next few days were restless as I walked beside the bay, just picking up whatever shells I found along the way. I watched the sun go down one night, then saw it rise at dawn. It was that very morning I got word my friend was gone. I really didn't know her long. I never asked her name, but still I felt the closeness and it hurt me all the same. And as her family gathered to share stories on the beach, I walked up with my pail and was asked to give a speech. I said to them, these seashells are the memories of her life. White scallops for her wedding day when she became a wife. A cockle for your camping trips, a spindle for her prom and conch shell for that special day when she became a mom. She may now walk with angels, but her memories remain. They're gathered in this purple pail. They're yours now to retain. For if you keep them by your side, her love will always shine. And I as well will hold her close. This Nautilus is mine. Okay, now we'll all grab tissues. <laughs> I'm just sitting here and I've folks I've read this a couple times but hearing him read it is just more moving and and I don't cry often but that one it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I think I don't know if you ever had an experience similar to that where I mean that or this just came from your imagination or a, a few of the things I know um, from my mother's perspective um, she's there's plenty of times where she knows who I am and she knows she loves me but she sometimes she thinks I'm her husband. Mm -hmm. um or she's looking for me or she says my name and i'm right there so that whole thought about her her recognizing him but you know it, but not really know who he is right. um it just you, sometimes you can see in their eyes that they know who you are but they may not be able to put a name to the face but right. you can tell in their eyes that they love you and they know who you are and you, you mean a lot to them so there's a I think connection that, there's that connection there um I certainly had especially with my my grandfather uh, but knowing you know um i think there's actually with my mother as well, um, there's times where, you know, she suddenly comes to the realization, oh, my mom and dad died. Mm. Um, or so, so well, I, I seen that too with my grandfather, or even I, I used to work at a nursing home in the kitchen and I'd see that all the time. I'd go into the Alzheimer's unit and someone would be like, I'm, I can't find my mom. I can't, she's coming right. to get me soon. I can't find my mom and having to explain to them, um, you know, you, you can't really say your mom, oh, maybe she'll be back later. You're just trying to, just trying to like distract 
distract them and try to change the subject. So, well, folks, I hope you enjoyed hearing Jason read his short story poem, The Nautilus. I am going to sweet talk him here in a minute and see if he will stay on and we'll do a little short video where he can read to us here, but you're gone and you'll find that on my website under videos under a minute of your day and you'll be glad you did. Now, Jason, you have to do it. So you're stuck. <laughs> so guys, thank you. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say, as long as it's uh, reading it, not singing it, I'll be okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find somebody to put this to music. This one that we're gonna do on the video, guys. Thank you for joining me here on. Uh, this episode of Let's Talk Dementia. You can reach me um, at the website, letstalkdementia.org. There is a drop down in the top right hand that says contact Carol. If you're having caregiving issues or if you're looking for an assisted living or a memory care or you just need uh, two ears to give you some time, then send me an email and we'll schedule an appointment. And as always, they are free. If you're so inclined, we of course set donations and my books are there. Um, on the front page of the website. Sign up for the newsletter at the bottom of that front page and you'll get videos um, that we have produced and podcasts, um, a link to them every week. Blessings and smiles on your caregiving journey. A special thank you to our sponsors, Veterans and Families of Florida. These amazing people are available to help veterans and spouses of veterans receive benefits to which they are entitled. You can contact them at 904-528-1084 or by email at info at vfflorida.org. Be sure to tell them Carol sent you. Veterans and Families of Florida, these people care. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find us at our website, www.letstalkdementia.org. All of our books, podcasts, and videos are available there, and you can schedule a free phone consultation with me. Click Menu in the top right-hand corner, and then choose Schedule Time with Carol. I look forward to talking with you. Blessings and smiles.